Welcome to Everything and the Gym Podcast. This is an interview episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to Everything and the Gym. Today we have an interview episode. It is with the famous, and I say famous because he is widely known, Jeff Smith. Girl, girl. <laughs> you are. Not even. Not even. <laughs> I feel like everybody knows you. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yes. When you walk down the grocery store today, I was at the hospital eating lunch, and I, from behind me, I hear, Jeff, and I'm like, God, who's behind me? Like, do I turn around or not turn around? Do I turn around or not turn around? And uh, it was fine, of course, but no, I'm just not in the slightest. Well, I like to talk about the first interaction, if I can remember them, with the person that I'm interviewing. My first interaction with you, I believe, maybe like a couple before, but you messaged me on Instagram. Yes, I, I absolutely did. You slid did. In, I slid into your DMs, shall we? Yes, and you're actually the reason that I'm doing group fit now, um, was your push. But get this, it's crazy. That was October 31st. Oh my, that was a year ago. One year ago, exactly. How did that already happen? Right. Like, where did the last 365 go? Yeah, so I was like scrolling back to find that message, and it said October 31st, and I was like, because we rescheduled your episodes like twice. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. That was crazy. And yes. it's crazy it fell. Okay, it, it was meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be. That's not, I mean, hello. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. Oh, my gosh. I know. I remember a year ago, Cordy was like, you know, we need to – we always try to grow internally, of course, from our member sources and, mm -hmm. you know, the members that come to the gym or that have yeah. a good energy and just seem like hype people. And I was like, she was here all the time. And she is, like, constantly posting, and she is so fun. And so I was like, I'm going to message her. I was like, I, I may not know her personally, but I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to message her and be like, have you ever thought about this? And – Bam, look at you. It's crazy though because you say that about me and back then I was like this like I was not like I was still learning like who I was and so I was like these people don't like me. None of these people like me. No. I'm just annoying. <laughs> no, I love it. Like we saw your energy at the gym and thought we need that energy on our team. Like or at least I did for sure. And then I think everybody now has really grown to be like she's so fun like just authentic and we just love it we love it it's crazy yes it's crazy. i know i know <laughs> but here we are a year later yeah. and you're, just, you're crushing it now doing swim class and all the group fits and pilates girl i would never teach pilates so kudos to you i love teaching that <laughs> I, I had to teach yoga one time because um something happened with the schedule and mm -hmm. at that time i was Cordy's like assistant, I guess you could say, and they called me and I was at home eating dinner and they said, yoga has no instructor. And I said, oh, hell. And so I rushed my little butt up at the gym because I had already left and taught yoga off of my phone and Googled poses and just did something uh, for 30 minutes and it was yeah. the worst yoga class you've ever done then attended. <laughs> But I had you at least doing some lunges yeah. and some cat cows and God knows what else. I 
will say it was very scary to get up there and teach Pilates for the first time because I like I watched and like taught myself so many things when yeah. I got up there and I was like you guys if you've ever yeah. been to Pilates just hold on <laughs> well I think like stuff like that you just you know you get to make your own so at the yeah. same time they, they're used to having because I mean you go to somebody else's class, it's not going to be taught the same way as you or yeah. as me or as any other instructor. So, I mean, they're used to the variations. But sometimes it's funny to get up there and be like, golly, what the heck? Well, I, I'm getting to where, like, I can, like, pick it up now. So, that's that's what a year. Well, yeah. I've only been teaching six months, though. But. That's true, because, yeah. yeah, you had to take your exam and everything. Yeah. And get certified and all that jazz. All right. Enough about me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into how, how, what were you, what were you before the gym? Oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> um, so let, I'll take you back now to 20, what are you, 2015. So 2015, eight years ago is when I moved to San Angelo. Um, well, technically I lived in Brady for a hot minute. So six months there and then San Angelo for seven and a half years. Um, but when I moved here, I was just a little over 320 pounds, um, so about 100 pounds different than what I weigh now. Yeah. Um, and when I moved here, I had a friend who was overweight as well in Brady, and uh, we together thought, you know, we don't want to live this life anymore. We're sick of being the fat kids. We're sick of being the one that can't fit on the ride or it's uncomfortable to do this or that. So we made it a mission to work out together. And so with that, we started running the track at Brady. Like, we had no gym. We just worked out outside. We did burpees, sit-ups, what I could do of a sit-up. Maybe a push up every now and then, one or two for good measure. Um, and then uh, when I moved to San Angelo, I started to go to like Planet Fitness and get more of a gym membership. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, once I left Planet, I went to a couple other gyms and then I landed at Crunch. And what, how I landed at Crunch and Group Fit was actually because of Cordy, because I was wanting a second job part time. And I thought, oh, this would be fun to be an MSR at the front desk. Mm -hmm. And so before they even opened, I applied for an MSR, and I'm on there with Alistair doing a little interview, and pops in Cordy's head behind me, and he goes, you need to be in group fit. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, you need to be in group fit. I want you in group fit. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I want you to teach classes. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. And so essentially from that point to October of 21 now, um, in about two months, I studied for the exam, took my exam, um, thankfully passed, and then um, started working Lucky. as an instructor. And here we are two years later. I mean, I think what made it a slightly easier for me was I, I have a clinical background in doing some um, MA schooling and being a nurse aide and what have you. So I think that helped with the AAP part of that yeah. test. but. Uh, that that's how I wound up teaching at Crunch, and then from there it just kind of took off. I've always been very loud and obnoxious and bold yeah. and all the above, so I think that outgoing personality just is very natural for me. Um, but getting the steps and the programs done was the most interesting part. Yeah, but so now, like, what else do you do? Because that's not your full time. Yeah, job. so I, I work three jobs and go to school full time. Call me crazy. 
Yeah, literally. Um, so my full-time job is, you know, I work for Gentiva Hospice as a senior hospice care consultant. So I go out and meet with families, providers, doctors, clinicians, anything of the above. Um, sometimes just community partners and educate them about hospice services. And um, when meeting with families, it's more educating them and meeting the family and the patient where they need to be met. Yeah. Um, be it a lot of care, be it not a lot of care, whatever that case may be, um, for whatever days people have left on this, this earth. And then, uh, obviously, crunch. And then, additionally, my husband and I own a 360 video company mm-hmm. called Luminosity 360. So we rent those out and do parties, quintes, everything. You guys started that, like... A year ago. Yeah, from scratch. Yeah, from we scratch, should have. Right? We were the yeah. first in San Angelo to have one. We went to Vegas to get married last year in September, and while we were there, in front of, like, the Bellagio, they have them, and we had no idea what the hell they were. Yeah. And this, he and I both have a business degree, but he's definitely more avid with his than mine. Um, and he said, we need, let's do that. I told him at first, hell no, we have no time. You're, you're in school, I'm in school, I work two jobs. There's not a damn time in the world to do this. And here we are a year later, yeah. um, booked out to 2024. And now booking some events potentially in 25 have inquired already. So it's insane how successful it's been. And I'm blessed that he brought it up and um, that I decided to get on board with it. And then we've expanded that now to like we do have an audio guest book that we use. And so we rent that out too on top of the 360. And then um, additionally, I work with some nonprofits in town and whatnot. So I do like Alzheimer's is really big for me. Um, as well as some LGBT advocacy work and then doing meals for the elderly for the geriatric population. But um, I'm getting currently, I'm in my capstone phase, which is pretty much your last year. Sometimes it lasts longer than a year. Sometimes it lasts two, three years. Who knows? Yeah. Um, for my doctorate in healthcare administration, uh, specializing in health policy and advocacy. So doing government and legislative work as wow. it relates to health policy and advocacy. That's... Yeah. How do you... That's my day. <laughs> how do you... Do you sleep? So, typically, I go to sleep like 10, 30, 11 most nights. Yeah. Some nights, it's like midnight by the time I get there, depending on what I have done. Um, and then, usually, I mean, I try to utilize my weekends a lot. Um, you'll find that on Saturdays, I teach at the gym at 8.30 and I'm done. And then, if we don't have an event, I spend all day at like Buttercup or like a local yeah. coffee shop, typically just studying like dived into my computer um i use a lot of the weekend time for that but i sleep like you know four to five hours a night give or take yeah caffeine is my addiction are any of those things a hobby oh gosh hobby no i mean no i mean we I would say that the 360, I, I'm always, um, we always joke that I'm very like into the medida, which is like involved in everything mm-hmm. in Spanish, like the slang. Um, and so I've always loved going to these events and going to parties yeah. and going to socialize, whereas Derek does not. He's like the complete opposite, mm-hmm. so we bounce. Um, but so going to these parties and working, I would say, could be a hobby essentially. Because yeah. I would try to go to them or go to a lot of social events if I wasn't working. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, I get to do what I enjoy and make a little side hustle too. So yeah. Win-win. So, going back, circle. 
yeah. playing back to health and fitness, what were, that's, a, how, how much do you weigh now? Because so, you started, what was your starting weight? Like 322, 323, something yeah. like that. Um, and so right now I've bounced, so usually, I, I was like 198 at one point. And yeah. at that point I was like, eh, yeah, uh, I need to bulk up a little bit. Like, it was not mm -hmm. good for my body frame. Um, and so I, I'm about 220 right now. I said about 220. So what? What made like what made you go from okay, like I've yeah. got to start doing something? I think you finally like for somebody who was pretty much large and in charge this whole life, um, you just get to a breaking point where you're like, I'm done with this. You know, you, you just get sick of it, um, especially when it's harder for you to keep up with your friends who may be running or um, who may be more active or when you're going on vacation and it's kind of uncomfortable to sit in that airplane seat um, or that you can't get the belt on the airplane seat or uh, maybe you're at a circus or Six Flags or something and you can't get in the ride comfortably because mm -hmm. the, the handle of the belt or whatever can't come down. So over time, all that stuff kind of builds up on you well, at the same time, you're, you know, a lot of overweight people sometimes suffer with body dysmorphia. So then, you know, you have that image of, God, I'm just like a big old lard ass, pretty much. And so um, you, you, you deal with all that. And so at some point you just get to this, I guess I would say end point where a, a switch goes off. And it's like, you know, you flip the switch essentially. And it's like, you know what? I've got to take responsibility for this to some degree, you know, I've, I've eaten unhealthy, I haven't worked out, mm -hmm. um, I've quit any sport that I've tried, uh, especially in my teenage years and then some in my younger um, adulthood, and so eventually you, this switch flips and you become to realize, I, I've got to change something. Health-wise too, you know, my family has a lot of uh, diabetes, heart conditions, strokes, um, in the history, aneurysms in my family history, and so... I didn't want to be just a number as part of that. And so that really triggered a lot of it too, of being able to do that. And then also when I first moved to Texas is when I came out of the closet. And so gay culture, like is so different than straight culture, no offense to anybody, but um, like in the gay culture, it's even harder sometimes um, on body image issues, especially because everybody fantasizes, I guess you could say, over the rock-hard six-pack with built muscles and all this. And so um, being in the gay culture at such a young age of 20 and coming out of the closet being overweight, that really plays with your mind a lot of, I need to get in shape, like I need to lose weight mm -hmm. if I even want to be somewhat attractive to other gay men. Mm -hmm. yeah. How old are you now? 28. Hold on. Yeah, 28. <laughs> yep. So... What are some things that you have learned from when you started? Gosh, um, I think one thing I've learned a lot since I've started this journey eight years ago or something and a half, however many, um, really is to understand that your body will fluctuate so much. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have highs and lows where you have peak performance, you're hitting your PRs, you're kicking butt, you're feeling good, and then you're going to have days or weeks or moments of time where you're like, my workout sucked today. Yeah. Or, you know, I can't even get out of bed today because I'm just not with it or I'm not there. 
they're not the right mindset. And that's okay. You know, yeah. that people need to understand that. Like I think some people get so rigid in their in their gym movement and their gym regimen that if they have those bad days, they feel like a failure or that they failed themselves. And that's not the case. You know, we're human, we're gonna have those days. And I think that's something I've really had to learn over the time. Um, another thing I really struggled with at first was looking at the scale versus your progress. Yeah. And having in and now, I mean, I have a scale in my house, but I can't tell you the last time I stood on it. Um, only because that is such mindfuckery, for lack yeah. of a better language. Like, the scale will tell you you weigh 220, but they don't tell you how much fat mass, body mass, yeah. muscle mass, water weight. Like, I mean, they don't know anything like that on the scale. And so I think that's something that anybody who's on their fitness journey needs to understand is... The scale is going to tell you a number, yes, but look in the your the mirror, look at your jeans, look at your shorts, your shirt, see the changes of those inches you're losing or inches maybe you're gaining if it's muscle. I mean, it's going to fluctuate for everybody. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that your confidence grew. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. are extremely confident now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I always used to be very... Um, I guess with my friend group in high school and everything, I was very somewhat confident with them. And um, But especially losing the weight, being able to wear some more stylish clothes a little bit easier, yeah. go shopping online a little easier and store. And um, Obviously, that, that, that does brought your confidence and um, being able to do that, uh, you know, having lost the weight, gone through braces and all this, like it does sprout your confidence, you know, you feel good about yourself. Like I did the damn thing. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. always dressed super cute and all like everybody in my classes, they're like, Oh yeah, well Jeff, you know, da 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 and I'm like, You guys, I'm not Jeff. It's crazy. Like I I know at work Sometimes, like today, I have, you know, like a zebra print shirt. Um, people will tell me all the time, they're like, you have the crazy shirts and crazy socks. Too. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I was like, life's too, like, short to be boring. It, it yeah. really is. Like, we can have fun. I mean, you you wore a disco outfit to the gym I yesterday. Come on, girl. I did. It was so fun. It I, it took me a little minute to, like, get my confidence to, like, go out there. And then once it did, I was like, okay, I can get out of my home. I know, <laughs> come on. Cordy wears onesies all the time. You're yeah, good. I know. If it wasn't really Cordy and Dio and, like, everybody, if I if I was the only one, I don't know if I yeah. would have walked in. But I knew others were going to be dressed up, so I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, I got blended. Yeah. But then I also had to teach Ryan yesterday, and I um, – at 9.30, and so I knew this, like, way ahead of time. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to commit to an outfit, I have to commit to the entire gym. Like, I have to commit to my entire workout, because I didn't want to change in the bathroom for it. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm just going to show up in it, and I have no choice but to work out and then go teach ride class. I love it. And it was, it was amazing for... Love it. I felt so confident leaving that gym. I was like, oh, this was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. Let's see. What have I not asked you? All right. So where are you now? What are you working on now? 
So yeah, so definitely um, working on that doctorate. Um, I'm getting philanthropic more, I guess you could say, doing more work. Um, uh, I've started doing a lot of uh, work with the United Way for Contra Valley, doing, participating in the United We Read campaign they do, um, doing a lot with their Power of the Purse event, which mm-hmm. any ladies and guys who listen, September 12th of 2024 is our next one. It is going to be so freaking fun. Um, and then also still working with the Alzheimer's Association to, uh, you know, traveling across the country for that. So... Not only do I plan the walk here in San Angelo, which we're fixing to start doing again, um, but we travel to D.C. once a year, typically in May. We do what's called our AIM, which is our Advocacy Impact Movement. So we take on Capitol Hill. We go through two days of debriefing, um, and then we get let loose on Capitol Hill. We go to our districts. We talk to, like, August Luger's office, Senator Perry's. Um, We go over to their offices on Capitol Hill, meet with them in their chambers, and talk to them about... You know, everything going on, Alzheimer's related, what we need federal funding wise, research grants, all that jazz. So we do that in May. And then typically, um, I did this for the first time last January. I went to San Diego for the association for a leadership summit. Um, I hope I get to go again this January in New Orleans um, for theirs there. So doing a lot of that. And then also, you know, if you don't follow me on social media, you probably haven't heard, or maybe you have, hell, I don't know. Uh, we're having a baby in April, so that's coming next, you yeah. know, prepping all that jazz, gender reveals, baby showers, nurseries, all, everything in that zone. That's a, that's a big ordeal in itself, too. Oh, girl, yeah. <laughs> and, yes, it, yes. I, yeah, becoming a parent. Yeah, so that that's really what's next, too, and then... Um, We'd like to grow our business portfolio. Um, one of our goal is to build that generational wealth for our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and so on and so forth um, to give them a little more opportunity than what we may have had growing up. Yeah. It's like, We're busy going them yeah. I mean. Just wait. Just wait. I know. I'm sure you heard it. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, you're going to slow down once you have that child. Life's slowing down. I'm like, they're like, you're going to have to quit the gym. I said, not happening. Um, I will still be working. I don't care if it's one day a week or five days a week like I do now. I will still be there. Uh, And they're like, you're going to have to stop doing all this extra stuff. I said, no, ma'am. No, sir. I will not. We'll find babysitters. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't want to lose you. I know. I'm like, I'm not ready to go. I I know. It's It's does, does teaching classes, does it, like, I don't know, mentally help Yes, it is, it is such a stress reliever. Yeah. Like, for me, for you, for everybody, you know. And then over the two years, I've made such good friends there. Like, yeah. I have several that we're going to see Pitbull in two and a half weeks with. Like, we've, I've made so many friends that we travel with now. We've gotten to know each other. They've come to birthday parties and everything. And so that I will never, I, 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 I never say never, but I wouldn't see that going away yeah. and near site. And then also, if once you've been with Crunch, I think it's three years, you get like a hard shell jacket or some fancy jacket. Oh. And I'm dedicated to, like, I'm determined to get that jacket. Like a Letterman? No, I think it's more like a rain jacket. Oh. I don't know. Cordy has one and Stephanie has one and they say like three year on the back or something. Oh, is it the blue? 
Yeah, I think they're black with like orange striping or something. They're pretty. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you get them if you've been here three years. I'm like, bet. Bet. Huh. Those better be here October of next year. Yeah. You are right. I I love the community up there. A lot of my people yeah, in my life now are there. I mean, think about it. You spend so much time there. Most people, yeah. when they're going to the gym, spend about an hour, hour, average of an hour, I'd say, to an hour yeah. and a half. And especially if you're in any of the fitness classes, we do have some newbies or rookies coming in every now and then. But a lot of them are what I would call veterans who go religiously every week yeah. to the same class. I mean, they're dedicated. They they're classy. You know, they're class goers and whatnot. And they, amongst themselves, yeah, build that little relationship. And we just get so to cool. pop in on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's lovely. It's it's kind of yeah. neat to see organically how it happens yeah. and grows and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, it's cool to watch. I know. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we we have a few that um, my sister-in-law started going to the gym. Maybe like a year, year and a half ago, give or take. Um, she had come to Crunch a couple times and then was like, she wasn't sure about the classes. Then she signed up for the classes. Then she started taking the classes. And then she got the base membership. Then she upgraded to the, the ultimate membership, peak mm. results. Um, and now she goes to Zumba. She's gone to hit classes. She, I haven't gotten her to try a ride yet because uh, she's just really afraid of her butt hurting. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Not a, you'll so get used to it. people are scared of that. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. Uh, y'all, when we did our in-person training before Crunch even opened, we had to sit on that bike for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. 45 minutes is not bad. Yeah. For right? eight hours is terrible. Thank you. <laughs> and when you're up and down, I mean, you're not sitting on the seat for a full 45. I'm not yeah. trying to tell her that. She don't get it. Um, she's so afraid of it. I said, girl, get you some bike shorts with pads in it. I mean, I don't know, get a seat cover. Some people yeah. bring seat covers, but, um, and she takes, uh, the group fit classes and just seeing her relationships have done fostered. Um, her birthday party recently, she had like, it was a whole table of us from Crunch there. Aww. Like a whole thing table of friends and family that she's built there. And I'm like, I just love to see it. That's so cool. Cause that's what you want in a gym. Like you want yeah. that solid community. Yeah. I mean. It's there. It's there. Yeah. 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 So on top of everything you do, do you work out besides your classes? Yeah. So typically, so I, you know, I teach Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, And so I teach Monday mornings, Wednesday morning, Friday mornings. Wednesdays, I don't work out um, on top of my class because I do a double block of hit followed by ride. So really I teach for an hour and a half straight. Um, so I don't, I don't work out on that day. Yeah. That, that ain't happening. Typically by then my watch is like, you burnt 1200 calories, go eat a breakfast. And so, um, but every other day except Sunday, cause I don't teach on Sundays and I use Sunday really as just my R&R day. Um, and so normally I don't work out that day, but every other day I'll either work out before class or after class. Um, and typically I have some members that even will work out with me around the class too because they want an extra workout mm-hmm. they're crazy but I mean yeah well we'll go and usually it's not a lot of cardio because we you know in class we do it's a lot it's a lot of cardio yeah. for the most part um not all the time but a, a lot good chunk of it's like your slight 
Slight, from yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, um, a lot of it is just muscle training and building and whatnot. Yeah. But you have to be careful with that because you yeah. don't want to overcompensate. So. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'll teach like two or three classes in like a week. Yeah, it's my that's I gotta because I want to work out mentally, I need it. Yes. Um, my workouts. So, how did you get like? Who taught you how to work out in the gym? Like, did you, oh, no. did you well, group, did you do like your group fit stuff and then was like, okay, I'm going to start lifting or were you lifting? No, before? I was lifting before that. So I, um, and now I can't remember her name. Um, when I first started at Planet Fitness, they, you could meet with a trainer for free. Oh. When they had trainers at Planet Fitness. Yeah. So I met with her there. She still lives here in the, I'm horrible that I can't remember her name, but, um, so she taught me some stuff, and then from there, it was just kind of trial and error, as yeah. you go, I mean, social media is a wonderful friend, oh, yeah. um, and then also, I used to use the app called Body Space a lot to uh, follow workout plans on there, because you can get, like, a free 12-week program, yeah. and just follow the 12 weeks, so I would do that, too. Um, and then it would have videos on how to use the machines or how to do the motion or movement of the exercise. So other than that, I mean, it's been self-taught. I mean, yeah. sometimes, I mean, even to this day, I'll be working out in the morning sometimes and I'll have mem members who are friends of mine will be sitting next to me, and especially one in particular. Um, he'll always be like, Jeff, you're not doing that right. Try this way. Jeff, you're not doing that right. Try this way. And... I, I'm so appreciative of it because yeah. one, it's going to help me prevent any injury yeah. typically, and two, it's getting my performance better and my outcomes yeah. better. So, I mean, we're still learning every day, but yeah. nobody, truthfully, like I, it wasn't like a trainer all the time yeah. or anything like that self-taught. I think those are the fun journeys too, though. Like that's how I've never had a yes. trainer, so I'm just like trial and error and see what my body enjoys and well i'll tell you don't try anything on the smith machine sitting down <laughs> on the ground with your legs in the air because i've already done did that and made a damn fool of myself so yeah. it's fun yeah i try to do like leg presses where you lay on the ground yeah. you know and you use the smith machine yeah. to go up and down well i was not thinking and i used the one in the corner of the gym that goes forward backwards yeah. up and down yeah did uh -huh. it roll sure did it rolled right off my feet and slammed down and it crashed, of course, right? Made a loud noise, and everybody looked at me, and I was at laying on the ground because the movement caused and told you to lay down. Did and so I looked like I damn near fell on the ground and crashed. My brother said, Y'all, I'm fine. Everybody look away. Don't mind me over here. Like, just much business. I was about to say, Did anybody come check on you? No. Nobody checked no, on No, they all looked, and I was like, I'm good. We good. Please don't come over here. Like, this is already embarrassing enough. I did not fall. The weight rolled off the sole of my feet. I am good. Yes. So trial and error. I mean, yeah. it's always a fun journey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Always a fun journey with that. I mean, you can't break it. I mean, yeah. So note yeah. to self, if you want to try it, try it on the more. The other um, one. Yeah. All right. The one that's stationary and just goes up and down. That was a that was a great story. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Uh huh. <laughs> so, after that struggle, what is your biggest struggle right now? So it could be fitness, gym, like what is mentally? What like what is your biggest struggle? Yeah, 
Um, mental? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a twofold. Yeah. There's a two things here. Um, so time because I'm a yes man and I always over commit myself to stuff always, um, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, I'll say it's a good thing because it's like from my world, it's great networking and PR and you build those friendships with people. Bad thing because do you ever get to fully give something 100% of your attention, 100% of your time and effort? Probably not. Um, So being selective, right? Um, And and the other thing I think um, that could be a biggest challenge for me right now or anything like that um, is ensuring that I keep my body in good health, not just like physical, right? You know, working out is great and all, but you know, you want to go to the chiropractor and get like massages and the gua sha or gua sha or the scraping, um, cupping or anything like that. Like we put so much strain on our body through the gym, especially when you're working out and teaching, it's like double duty. Yeah. Um, keeping your body in like good functioning order is quite difficult. Like, yeah. I have I mean, I go to the gym every week because just for chiropractor and then Cordy I haven't done massage for them yet, but that that's next on my to do list. Um and Shout so out. Yes. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um but that's a difficult thing sometimes in and of itself is you know, we get so used to our hustle and bustle that it's like you forget to take care of yourself and then your body is breaking down mm-hmm. because you want it down, right? You've done too many squats, you've done too many leg presses or push ups or whatever it may be and then you injure yourself because your body's in strain. And yeah. so you're not taking care of it. That's something I challenge with. So. Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Take care Very of Very real mental, like, do you, like, mentally work on that every day? Yeah, it, yeah. it's hard sometimes because, like, you know, I have a workout plan that I, that I follow. And, but I document it in that body space app just because it's easier than a notebook for me. Um, and so... In there, it'll record what your last weight that you did that exercise with. And that's another mental thing because I may have been able to squat 320 pounds today, but I could go to do leg day three days from now, four days from now, and only squat 280 and feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And so understanding, like, your body's going to perform different days, different times, mm-hmm. different, you know, weights, how much you're going to be able to lift. And so I really think that... Sometimes it messes with your mental when it comes to that because if you're not taking care of your body, you're not going to perform the way you want to. And then, again, in your brain, you're thinking you're a failure. You didn't perform well. What's wrong? I didn't do as good as I did last mm-hmm. time. And so really keeping yourself in check. I mean, that's yeah. a challenge in itself. Some days, shit. Yeah. Do you, do you have, like, a fun challenge in the gym that you're working for? I don't. I, last year, I did one um, where I did uh, a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association where for every dollar I got, I did a push-up oh. for like two weeks or yeah. like a, a month period or something. Um, and I did it during November because November is Alzheimer's and Brain mm-hmm. Awareness Month. And so I think I ended up doing like a hundred and something push-ups over the course of the month. So every day I would do... If somebody donated a dollar today, I did one tomorrow. If they donated $20 today, I did 20 push-ups tomorrow. Yeah. So I did every day a check-in. 
Um, just because I knew damn good and well, I was not going to be able to do like a hundred push-ups straight. Yeah. And then I was going to have to break it up. So that's how I broke it up. But uh, that was the last challenge I did. Now I know a, a few of the members in class have really been pushing me to go do a Spartan with them. And I really yeah. want to do a Spartan, but it's like, I think it's going to take me buying a ticket to go to the Spartan to like really commit. You yeah. Know, that financial commitment will really seal I... the deal. I've had multiple people ask me to go do that, and I'm like, if you guys pick a date and you buy the tickets, I will pay you back. But I'm like you. Somebody else has to, like, do it, and I don't know why. I still cannot figure it out yeah. why. I've had multiple, and I'm just like, you guys you guys book it. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> seen them go and do it, and they do a great job. And I just think to myself, um, can I – it freaks me out all the obstacles. Yeah. And I'm like, what? In my brain, I'm thinking, would I be able to do it? And then how embarrassing if I can't do it and they can, and I'm the instructor here. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, again, they're at different fitness levels than I am. And really, they've said um, any of those tough modern Spartan races, anything like that, they said, um, it's a huge team camaraderie they have there. So, like, if you have a hard time going up over the wall, people will pull you up and throw you over. I mean, yeah. they said it's a pretty good environment of everybody trying to succeed together. Yeah. So, I mean, that's reassuring. But I would say if I was a goal, that would be my next challenge or goal would to be to finally commit to one of those. All right. It's on record now. Uh, it's on record. <laughs> Damn it. Erase, erase. Okay, exactly. I'm just kidding. Somebody buy him a ticket. <laughs> oh, next year, please. Give me like 364 to prepare. Go play with the ropes in the back. I know. The monkey bars. Yeah. Start your conga line. Let's yes, go. again. I wonder if I started that back up, if I would have like a plentiful. I don't know. That's an idea. Oh, it's the funnest thing. I mean, I try <laughs> to get people to do it during um, hit class. If they're there early, I'm like, I see the monkey bars and they're like, hell no. I'm like, no, y'all, come on, climb the rig and get up there. Come on. The amount of people that were in my, I think I had like 12 or 15 um, by the end of that. And the amount of people that said, oh, I haven't done monkey bars since like elementary school. I know. I'm it's like, same. come on. <laughs> same. And then you do them as an adult and you're like, shit, this is hard. It's hard. How do I do this as a kid? It's hard. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot, I mean, Yes, I can do it now, but I, I think, okay, that puts a lot easier. 10 feet off the ground above a pile of wood chips when I was like 10 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> even even though you have more muscle, yeah, uh -huh. yeah it's wild. Uh -huh. All right, I'm going to ask you, what is your proudest moment right now? Hmm. And it really specifically to the gym or whatever you want. What, whatever you would like. Oh, gosh. Um, also, while you're thinking on that, do you yeah. want me to shorten that so you can, like, wrap it up on this? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think my proudest moment right now would probably be... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I think my proudest moment right now is um, recently being a recipient of the 20 Under 40 
um, nomination or nominee from the Chamber of Commerce here. So I think that was a really big highlight in my personal, professional career and just um, a feel-good moment. Yeah. yeah feel-good moment. How did you get into that? So the way that 20 Under 40 works is the Chamber has a program um, called the St. Angel Chamber's Young Professionals. Uh, I helped sit on their steering committee. Um, I used to be on board of directors, and then we combined with the Chamber, and now we're a steering committee. But um, they, it's the fourth year the Chambers had this 20 Under 40. It used to be Standard Times program. Uh, but anyways, long story short, what they do is people in the community, be it your friends, family, whomever, nominate you and everybody has the same nomination form to fill out it talks about um, you personally maybe about your impact in the community professionally anything mm. like that and then they gather all of those applications or nominations and they go through and erase all personal identi- personal identification words phrases where they work um, names to try to make it as anonymous as possible for that uh, nomination. And then they take all those anonymous nominations now and they go above a committee that judges them. Mm. And they go through and they just score them like, yes, they do a lot, give them a five or a six or whatever, and then no, they don't, give them a one, whatever it may be. And then they narrow it down to the top 20 from there. And so really, um, I know of a few people that nominated me because they do recommend that those who nominate you reach out mm-hmm. um, to get more information about you if they need to, to really beef up that application per se. Um, and so this year they had a record number of nominations with over 160, I think. I think wow. 168, 64, something like that was the final number. Um, and then they have to narrow it down to the top 20. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And it grows every year. Yeah. Last year they had 80 nominations. This year they have 160. I mean, it, 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 next year they'll probably have 300 for all we know. I mean, it grows insanely every year. And then um, once you get notified of your award, um, we, we have to keep it hush-hush secret for about two, three months until they announce the actual recipients. And in those two, three months, you're going through audio uh like a TV interview, essentially. You're going through headshots, you're going through regular body shots, um, you're doing B-roll footage. Several things are getting done. It, it sounds a lot more than what it really is. Yeah. And then they have a banquet, and that's it. That's cool, though. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's super fun, and um, it's really, it, it's it's interesting to see the variety of people that are up there on stage, yeah. um, see who you know, who you don't know, what they do, because they play everybody's video, and in those videos, it talks about what they do for work or maybe in the community to give back. And it's really interesting to see some of the people that were picked. Like um, this year, one of the recipients was the anesthesiologist at Shannon. Yeah. I would never know her. Yeah. But it was interesting to hear her story and what she does in the community. Yeah. So there's a lot of unsung heroes maybe that don't, aren't wildly known or, yeah. you know, so, so popular. And so... Getting to share your story, your why, what you do, what you do, and learn about it was really interesting for all all 20 of us. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank be, you be proud of that. <laughs> I mean, it's got a cute little trophy yeah. in the wall at the office. Well, hey, hey. And it gave me an excuse to buy a fully red suit that's like blazing red and a sequin shirt. 
That's well, full of secrets. You, have, like, a, you have a picture, right? Yeah, I look like we'll Elton. Have to, we'll have to, I'll have to steal that. Yes, it's, I look like yeah. Elton John. I love it. All right. I'll yeah. take that from you. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. We are, I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions. Okay. Damn it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm all right. Ready. So, how much protein do you eat a day? Oh, like 80 grams. Yeah, I'm horrible at tracking my macros. 80 grams. That's my total. That's my guess. It's supposed to be like probably 160. I'm shocked by that answer. I know. (laughs) And maybe more. Maybe more? And maybe more. But I'm really bad at my macros. (laughs) What, What is your favorite lift or type of exercise? I love, love, love... I'm a good glute curl, like the line glute curls. Like I'm all about getting that big old juicy booty, you know. Yeah. Um. So anything booty related is good. Uh. But that's like one of my favorites. Yeah. What is your least favorite? I hate deadlifts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan Beta of deadlifts. Beta my existence. Beta my existence. Yeah. Like I always feel like I hurt myself doing them, and I know I don't. Like I know it's a good hurt. Yeah. I'm like I hate these. Like. And then it, I know this sounds horrible, and this is going to be a great laugh. Um, but I think to myself, I'm like, what if I got a deadlift in like my short trip, or what if I got a deadlift in like you fart and you don't mean to fart? Yeah, like, that's a legit fear for anybody going yes. to the gym. And if you say it's not, then you're lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, I just, I just hate deadlifts. And then I feel like at the gym, especially everybody does them facing the mirror, and I do too. But then I'm like. Oh, everybody's staring at my butt. Like, yeah. you know they are looking at you, so you better hope it's juicy. Like, yeah. Like, something. <laughs> like, I hope you are underwear today. I don't know. Yeah. But I hate deadlifts. Yeah. No, I feel you. That feeling for me is mutual. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love and if everybody says they're, it's not y'all online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you take pre-workout before you Absolutely, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. I'm a backed up pro. So bucked up. Yeah. That's what you take. So we, I'm kind of, I'm kind of crazy, but like mm-hmm. I'm really cheap sometimes, and bucked up is mad expensive, right? Like fifty yeah. bucks a container. So every year on Black Friday, two and a half weeks, y'all have time to mark your calendars. Um, bucked up does fifty percent off, and mm-hmm. so we will buy twelve containers. My husband and I both. So we buy twenty four containers. And we essentially get it for half price. So we get 24 for the price of 12. So we have bucked up for the whole year. And we just put them all in our pantry. That is... uh Uh-huh. It saves us like three to $400 a year. Shit you not. That's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. And you can do it on like Klarna or like, um, what's that other one where you can like pay payment or like you can put on a credit card. Anything like that. Like you can do easy pay or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it saves you three to $400. Wow. And they have more flavors, a lot of flavors online. Yeah. That makes me want to go look at, like, other uh, brands to yes. see, like, what they're going to do for Black Friday. Uh, every year they've done it. Every year. And last year, the first year we did it for, we bought a full year. And I think we have, like, three, six, like, six or seven containers back. Yeah. It's still in the closet because we are in the pantry because we haven't gone through as much as we thought we would. But still, I mean, you're getting them for 20 25 bucks a container, give or take. Yeah. Which is real cheap. Yeah. So, do you read or listen to audiobooks? Both. Both? Yeah, both. So, are you, like, an avid reader? 
Um, yes and no. <laughs> so I go through like highs and lows where I yeah. read a lot and then I don't read a lot. Um, so like right now, the book that I'm reading um, is Cody Rigsby's book, XOXO Cody. Um, so it's all about like being loud, proud, gay, yeah. and yeah. Um One of my friends, Beth's best friends, her mother-in-law works at a bookstore in Connecticut. Um, and he was there doing a book signing and she mailed me a signed copy of it. So <laughs> that's what I'm reading it because... I wouldn't have bought it elsewhere. Yeah. It was a nice little gift, so I'm reading it. Um, super fun. Um, I do audiobooks a lot of the time when, dra- when driving or traveling, of course. Yeah. Are you like a self-help or are you like a fiction audiobook? Self-help. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a self-help or like motivation. And yeah. Like, even if it's like a three-minute yeah. portion of a podcast or if I'm like an audiobook class. Oh. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so you have a busy schedule. What time do you wake up in the mornings? It depends. So, for example, like today I taught at 5. Um, so I was up by 3.30 at the door about 4, 4.15. I try to be at the gym by 4.15 in the morning when I teach at 5 um, to, like, get myself straight and mm-hmm. get the hip room or whatever I'm teaching straight and set up. I like to be early to set up in mm-hmm. case there's any, like, malfunctions or anything you know you have time to troubleshoot um but if i don't teach in the morning usually about 5 five thirty, it's when i'll go to the gym hmm. so All right. uh if you had a gym mm-hmm. or if you were starting a gym what is your number one must have it could be anything cleanliness cleanliness yeah i am um the complainer <laughs> when it comes to like the bathroom being dirty yeah or like stuff being left out i'll be the first one to say like okay have you been in the bathroom lately like that floor is disgusting that shower is gross it's band-aid stuck in there for like the last two days like who cleaned like i'm big on cleaning because i feel like like we're paying for a service and yeah. part of that service is providing a clean environment yeah especially if you want people to bathe there yeah yeah well, thank you because that's a that's a good person to have in the gym that recognizes all that. Yeah, I complain all the time. Yeah. Ask Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Last question. Okay. Bye. If you were to give somebody an honorable mention, it could be anybody, who would you give it to and why? Oh my gosh. Um could be anybody, somebody that's affected you, somebody you're proud of, somebody you're like, oh, she had a cute outfit. I don't know. Honorable mention for you. Her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I I would like to say my honorable mention goes to a group of individuals, we'll say, because I just can't pick one. Um, and so I would say all of my 5 a.m. regs, like that show up, like, the other day when it was 32, 34 degrees, they were there. Now, yeah, we may have been on thawing at 5 in the morning, but we were there. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to get up out of bed in the morning. It's easy to go in the evening after work, um, just on your way home, stop by, you know, mm-hmm. daylight, you're already awake. But 5 a.m. is rough sometimes. And I feel like there's especially a core group of people that have been there for well over a year doing 5 a.m. with me and they continue to come all the time dedicated hardcore um 
And it's kind of funny because they all keep each other in check. So like mm-hmm. if somebody's not there at five, they're like, where the heck are you? Like you said you're gonna be here. Mm-hmm. Um, so my five AM peeps that are regulars and continuously there, I mean, honorable mentions to them because they get up early like me. Yeah, they can keep you accountable too. Girl, yes. <laughs> like we have one member, her name is Crystal Khan. Yeah. yeah. She, she gets up, she's up at three in the morning and leaves yeah. her house by 3.30 to be at the gym by 4.30 because it's like an hour drive. Oh, and if she's wow. driving an hour to be there at 5 a.m., child, I don't want any damn excuse that you can't be there at 5. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. And then that's just me being bluntly honest. But, yeah. I mean, those 5 a.m. peeps are dedicated beyond compare. And um, if you're not a 5 a.m. peep, give it a shot. It's a yeah. whole other level of excitement at 5 a.m., I promise. Um, but they're dedicated for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Good honorable mention. Yeah. I actually have one more question. Okay, hit me with it, sister. Your best advice. If you could give advice, what would be your best advice? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I always tell somebody, um, so my nickname grew up in Buddha, so like I always used to look at Buddhist quotes. And one of them um, mentioned, and, and I, I abbreviate some of it just because I don't want the whole thing, um, but walk humbly and serve proudly. And so always, I always tell people that, you know, never forget your roots because your roots are keep you grounded and that's how you grew. Um, without roots, we can't grow. Um, so always remembering your roots and being humble with that, no matter if you came from, I'm, you know, parents that couldn't afford anything or maybe you came from a household that was driving Range Rovers and Porsches all the time be humble with it um, be thankful for what you've been gifted um, and then serve proudly so be it serving your church community your professional community your gym community or any other nonprofits, maybe um, being proud of what you serve and turning that passion that you have into a purpose Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe you're passionate about animals and going to work for Contra Valley Paws or helping or maybe you're passionate about kids and you want to help with the Rainbow Room or CPS. Yeah. I mean, um, using that to walk humbly, serve proudly and have some passion with your purpose. Yeah. That's great advice. Huh. Great advice. Sometimes. Not all the times. Sometimes. sometimes. Still though. Sometimes I'm like, give me advice. Somebody give me advice. Right. And it's like, yeah. I'm like, what can I do with this, right? <laughs> like, thanks. What are we going to do? Sometimes that advice is like a riddle that you really have to decipher. And I'm like, y'all be trying to give me that hocus pocus spell stuff that you can't understand. <laughs> you know, this ain't no Missy Yellow. We'll flip it down and reverse it. We're going to do you all that. Just give me good advice. And sometimes you just need to stew on it with good yeah. advice. Well, there you have it. Uh-uh. <laughs> there is our episode with Jeff Smith. One last small question: Can I have you back? Yes, absolutely. This <laughs> was so fun. I mean, this was my first podcast. You like Woo! stole my podcast virginity. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ball is rolling now, so now you can be like, "Oh, I can do that podcast and that podcast." How fun! I mean, I've yeah. never done a podcast, but this was definitely a blast. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Y'all go see Shelby's class at the gym. And make sure you come see Jeff's because it's a lot different than mine. Yeah. (laughs) We some good peeps. Thank you. 
<laughs> All right, you guys, make sure you download, subscribe, and give us a review. Have a beautiful day, friends.